McLovin? McLovin? Where do you get off? This is Dewey and Huss talking sports and stuff, your low-rent sports gambling podcast. We have taken a three-week hiatus, but we are back. How you doing, Huss? I'm doing great, man. Dude, we're killing it. Uh, Friday tomorrow. This will release on Friday probably. And Yeah, it will. It will. This is Friday, yeah. Junior. It's Thursday night. I got midterms this week, but no worries. No worries. The craft beer will be flowing. It's like 50 and sunny out. Yes, Not right I'll now, be, but it will be. I'll be on my way to Drucker Brewing in Fargo, hanging out with our our resident contributor, Stalby, and we'll be uh, hanging out, having a good time. I'll enjoy my, my spring break or, you know, even though it's not really spring yet, who knows, whatever. But yeah, we took a three-week hiatus. Uh, Super Bowl was over. There was really no, you know, reason to keep, like, doing stuff. There wasn't really much going on for games. Even with the FCS, there's not a whole lot going on in college football. And, uh, you know, you know, when you pump out all this content, you know, you got to give yourself a little break, you know? So, but we're back. We're back. And I'm going to crack open high noon. Uh, uh, yeah. Little lime. Little lime. I'll start, little start off the weekend early, I see. Yes. Yes. My, my paper is <laughs> being peer-reviewed by the Writing Center. I don't know how useful that is, but whatever. But we got some news today. We're going we're gonna to break down um, a couple things. Just a couple things going around. Trades. Big trades. Uh, five teams that exceeded expectations. Five teams that did not meet expectations. And then big news out of Washington and their cheer squad. We'll talk about that, but let's get to the, uh, the first thing, which is fan control football. We haven't talked about this yet. I love it. I love fan control football. It's great seven on seven. It's better than arena football, in my opinion. And the fact that you can just watch it on Twitch is really nice. And, and you, you know, you pick the plays, it's got Johnny money. What do you think about it, Huss? Yeah, you got those big names. You said, like you said, Johnny Menzel, you got Josh Gordon. I'm loving it. Uh, it's, it's I gotta, I'll get more into it. I mean, football is football, man. I'll, I'll take what I can get. I was out at uh, the Dirty Z. I was at Zorba's uh, the other weekend, and this girl's like, put your phone away. Put your phone away. Don't. What are you, what are you doing watching that? I was like, it's fan-controlled football. Like, she, she didn't get it, you know. Well, you know girls. Man. Come on. Come on. Yeah, but it's, it's awesome to watch. You know, you just, pull up to the, you just pull up the bar, hang out, and then you just pull up your phone and watch, and it's, uh, it's entertaining, you know. I mean, I'd like to go to a game. I really would. If they come to town, that'd be sweet. I think they play out of Georgia or something right oh, now. Yeah, I think they play yeah. some, somewhere. That'd be cool if they kind of moved around between stadiums and – Yeah, exactly. I mean – yeah. Got something set up to get people – yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. But I think out of, um, like, any league that has been set up that's not the NFL, this is, like, a successful idea. Like, I think – I could see this kind of taking off a little bit because, you know, there's not so much invested into it. There's not so many moving parts. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's different. It's different. Um, yeah. We'll, uh, we'll also go to um, some, some moves going around here. So, J.J. Watt signs with the Cardinals. I think that's really stupid, in my opinion. Uh, the only reason why he would go there is for the money. I don't think he wants to not, go there to, not to, to win. win. He's not, not going to win a e- ring. Not going to win easy. I mean, they could, no but it's, it's a tough road. It's a tough we t- road. We talked about this before the show. Being in a division where the defenses are as good as they are in the NFC West, I, I don't know why you would go there uh, except for the money. Because if because the two other teams that offered him were the Browns and the Colts, 
why would you not go to either of those teams? I mean, okay, I, I get the Browns because Browns are coming from a they were they were third place in the division. Yeah, so that's a tough division, but Ben Roethlisberger is on a decline. Yeah, Packers. I mean, I think that would have been the ideal place if you want to yeah. win. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so close. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get you, it. And you look at uh, the West. You have it's NFC West, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. West. I mean, look at the coaches you have there. You got McVeigh, the quarterbacks with Stafford. Stafford just Guapolo, makes no um, sense. Unless, Ru- unless you're Russ, unless Russ gets traded, but which which we should up. just talk about now. So now the Seahawks are talking to other teams about trading Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson is clearly not happy in Seattle. Uh, they've talked right now. Uh, uh, the rumors are that they're talking to the Bears, which I think is really stupid. They're talking to uh, the Cowboys, which might not be a bad play. I yeah, don't, I don't. I don't know about that. They're talking to the Raiders, which I think would be interesting. And Raiders do seem pretty set on Derek, but you never know. John Gruden likes his quarterbacks. You never know. Much. You never know. And the Vikings just talked. And uh, uh, Rick Spielman just said that Kirk Cousins is not getting traded. And, yeah. and they said the same thing about Stephon Diggs, and look what happened. Yeah, that, that's very true. Um, I think there's going to be at least three more quarterback trades coming yeah. up in pre. I mean, you have Sam Darnold's going to get traded. Um, yeah. And then you have Ross as a uh, like, possibility. Yeah. I don't know. There's it's, a couple guys out there. Yeah, it's it's tricky. Uh, it's, Jaguars quarterback. Who's that backup? Uh, Minshew. Minshew. Yeah. Is he gonna get traded somewhere? Who knows? I think I mean, it'll be interesting. For yeah. agency. I think you'll kind of see it all start to shuffle around and happen around draft time. Yeah. When teams, when teams, it, the picture becomes a little more clear. Uh, what else you got in the slate before we get to? Uh, okay, so Washington. I read this stat. I think it was today. Oh yes. I don't watch too much basketball. The Wolves are my team. I'm out of Minnesota. Yeah. They are, out of any sport, the losingest team in history of sports. By, by percentage? By percentage. Yeah. I, that, is, that is awful. Someone like, went back and did this research, and they are that bad. I've made an unreal amount of money just fading them on the money line all winter. Yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, it's it's awful. We don't talk basketball in this program because it's kind of boring. Because like, what 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 do you really do? You talk about LeBron James. You talk about all the all the major figureheads and whatever. And, and oh, cool slam dunk, blah 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 blah. You know. So, it's, it's, yeah, I, it's it's not a whole lot to talk about. Did you uh, want to touch on NDSU's horrible loss last weekend, quick? Or yes, NDSU loses for the first time. In 39 games since 2017, they lose 38 to 14. Absolutely terrible, an atrocious team. Uh, they have fallen from from grace. I, they've fallen on the pavement. They are terrible. The quarterback is terrible. Uh, defensively in the secondary and in the trenches, terrible. Just not the same team they were. I'm going to continue to fade them on the spread. Yeah, just. Just not good. They were they, they lost outright as 16.5-point favorites. Yeah, and you know that the spreads are going to be big in their favor. Yeah. I mean, like, as favorites. Yeah, I, uh, I, I watched them in the fall, and they didn't look that good. They're unimpressive. They weren't very impressive, but I thought, okay, like, once again in the season, they'll, they're going to be back. And they were 23-point favorites against Youngstown State a couple weekends ago, and they only won by two-and-a-half scores. Yeah. I was I was surprised. I thought, oh, it's just a fluky game, but no, they they're not good anymore. Um, 
Yeah. So before we get to the top five teams that exceeded expectations in the season and did not meet expectations in the season, <laughs> um, big news out of Washington, the Washington football team has announced that it has discontinued its cheerleader program and it's replacing it with a co-ed dance squad as part of a rebranding effort. So to Dude, I love stuff, that. I love, I love it. Some people say it. Bravo. Good for them. Get the people, dudes out there. Some people say like, Hey, like really, really? It's these people. They're, they're trying to save face. You know, it, it's the franchise that keeps trying to save face. No, Dude, no. I, we, yeah. I, I don't go to football games to watch the cheerleaders. I go to watch oh, the boys men in tights, dude. Yeah, I know. I Whether it be football tights or I want to see just, you know? just some thick baddies, not the girls, the boys. <laughs> Show me some boys. So we came out with some names, Huss and I did, for this new – this is just what we brainstormed out the fly before the show. And I'm, I'm, and uh, this is what we came up with for the, the team names. Uh, I don't know. There's like 12 of them or something like that. I don't know. We'll but just go what, back and forth and just kind of throw them out there. This is what we came up with for, for the, the, the names of the co-ed dance group for the Washington football team. Uh, all right. So I got uh, Hind Open in the end zone. Uh Jaday McKeister. Shake and Bake, Ricky Slobby. <laughs> Kendall Fuller Pants. First and Men. Illegal Hands to the Hips. The Montez Sweaty Boys. The Heine Heineckes. The Romo Sexuals. Golden Tate Showers. The Ha Ha Clinton Mix. Remember the Tight Pants. The Longest Yards. Five and Out. In reference to their butts. Yes. Willy Wonka. <laughs> Willy Wonka in the dump truck factory. <laughs> Mark that dump truck over here. I know, uh, man. Smoking buns. Big booty Rudies. The Washington Big Butts team. Just very straightforward. I like yeah. that. Clean. The Fanny Bandits. And hind quarter comebacks. Yeah. So if if the marketing team is like... Hey, put something together, yeah. You know, you know, they're like, hey, well, we got some we got some slim thick boys in here. Yeah. And they take a look and take a second look. They say, turn around. So yeah, we know it's Willy Wonk in the dump truck factory over here. Love, love it. it. All right. I couldn't keep it together when I said that. I just love it too much. All right. So five teams that exceeded expectations, five teams that did not meet expectations. Uh Huss and I have, have talked about this a little bit, but uh, we'll go back and forth on this, what we think. Uh, I'll start with teams that exceeded expectations for me. And starting at number five are the two and 14 New York Jets. I did not think they would win a game this season, but they won two in a row. Surprisingly, so good for them. Uh, for the longest time, everyone thought that they were they would uh, stay in that number two or sorry that number one draft spot, and they were guaranteed Trevor Lawrence. But that is not the case anymore. And that's just for the simple reason that that they were awful. Uh, and they actually won a game. Like the, there was no shred of hope on that. There team. was none. Like, you watch that year. What? They beat the Rams. Joe Flacco looked oh awful when he subbed in. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. They beat the Rams. That, that and then will, they, oh. Yeah, and then they traded away Le'Veon Bell. Like, Yeesh. Tough go. That, hey, good for them. Two wins, man. Two, Two wins. wins. They still have a better winning percentage overall than the Timberwolves. So. Yeah. Um, number four, the Cleveland Browns, they finished 11 and five. The reason why I have them exceeding expectations was one, they made the playoffs, which they hadn't done since 2001. And number two, you know, you kind of look at what they had last season 
Baker Mayfield was just a meme. He was this big joke. He kind of still is a little bit. You know, like everyone sees him on the State Farm commercial. They're like, well, he's still not a good quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know. The defense really stepped up, and I think maybe hiring Stefanski changed things a little bit. What do you think, Haas? About the Browns? Um, yeah. So, like, as far as exceeding, initially I thought, no, like, I thought they were going to be this good team, but looking at who they had to play, they had to play the Steelers twice, the Ravens twice. Yep. So to come away 11 and five in that division, man, in that division, that's pretty big. So, so yeah, good. definitely. They're, they were a very solid team that kind of won in different ways. You know, it wasn't just like they had this sick running game. Once you shut that down, they you got yeah. them because they yeah. could throw the ball. The defense stepped up. Nick Chubb really showed up too for them. Uh, yeah. uh, number three, I have the Washington football team finishing seven and nine and why they exceeded expectations for me was you just you just didn't really know how many games they're going to win you they're an nfc east team which was the butt of the league this year they were awful uh you know offensively they have not been good for years their defense completely uh saved their season in my opinion the comeback of alex smith did help especially when they played the cowboys so they were interesting to watch, especially in that playoff game against the Bucks. So that's why I got them in number three spot because I didn't like with Washington. You just didn't really know what to expect from them. You would you would have thought they would have finished before the season. You probably would have thought they would finish last in the NFC East. In my opinion, you would have thought maybe some like the Cowboys. Granted that, uh, granted that you know um, Dak got injured. I understand that, but. You, in my opinion, I would have thought that, hey, Washington's going to finish last in the NFC East, and they were not going to make playoffs. Yep. And, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, looking at Washington, you would have not thought that their defense, especially their defensive line, was going to play like that. They got banged up during the year, but that's pretty crazy. And then going through four different quarterbacks to yes. start a game and still – I mean, they were competitive all year. and they're Pretty impressive. In part to their defense and their offense not turning the ball over. Yes. Uh Let's go to number two on my list. Um, you can this you can completely disagree with me too here. This is where kind of the rubber hits the road where you might not agree, but number two, I have Miami uh, finishing ten and six. The reason why I have them at number two here is primarily for two reasons. One, they drafted Tua, and with a rookie quarterback, you never really expect a team to really show out, but. I mean, Fitzmagic saved them in at least five of these games. Um, and then just comparing to last season, Miami was awful last year, just terrible. And, you know, they, they, they made it out. You know, they, they you know, finished 10-6, and I'd say they have a good season, um, you know. And I think it was really just like their defense and special teams came up huge for them. And uh, – it's going to be interesting to see what they go from here. But, yeah, I got my number two. Yeah, I like that. Uh, number one. That, oh, well, go ahead. I, I'll touch on them quick. Okay. Uh, do, your, do your dolphin voice. Ah! <laughs> All right. The Dolphins, I think they're pretty close. They need a couple more pieces. Uh, and just to touch on last year, they un- unloaded a lot of star players like Minka. Was it Laramie yep. Tunsil that they traded away? Tackle. Yeah. Uh, so you're kind of like, oh, this team's just not going to be good for a while. But going 10-6. Yep. and six, Shout out to Brian good. Flores. Yeah, really. Yeah. You're in the ship. Number one, I have the Buffalo Bills finishing 13-3. and three. The reason why they exceeded expectations for me was because 
you kind of look at last season, their defense was good, but their offense, you know, their offense was, was, was fine, but like just mm. was just not very, okay. Not very good. But they were like, they'd shoot themselves in the foot way too much. You know? Yeah. Just a completely different uh, team offensively this season. Completely yeah. different. Josh, Josh uh, Allen responsible for 60 touchdowns. Stefan Diggs having an, an amazing season going to the AFC championship game, just a completely different team in my opinion. Yes, definitely. And like you look at that team, they, they could still get a couple more playmakers on that offense. They really could. They really could. I mean, they, they're, in, they're sitting at a kind of an interesting spot in the draft. Cause you're going to have some of those players kind of fall to you. Cause you got this, you already have your quarterback you know, everyone above you is going to be drafting quarter, you know, quarterbacks and some more like skill, like a couple skill guys, but you'll they'll still be in a spot where they can maybe nab a, a good skill player. And I like Knox, their tight end. Yeah. But I want to see them go grab like Kyle Rudolph or Hunter Henry or Yeah. Like a, just yeah. like give yourself some more depth too, you know? Yeah. All right. So that, those are my top five who exceed expectations. Now let's move to the top five who did not exceed expectations number five minnesota finishing seven and nine defensively abysmal like you like two different teams like when the offense stepped on the field and the defense stepped on the field those are two completely different teams kirk cut like imagine the fact that you have kirk cousins and dalvin cook having like the best years of of their career and then you got uh justin jefferson who probably got snubbed for rookie of the year you got Adam Thielen catching touchdowns in 14 of the 16 games. I Like, you just, like, the defense was just so bad. You could say injuries this, injuries that, but also, like, from a clock management perspective, they're awful. <laughs> they're oh, terrible. Definitely. Just awful. And, and, yeah, I mean, we have all the excuses. You can say, oh, you have the yeah. young corners, but we had no yeah. pass rush. Oh, you didn't have to do no. We're like, yeah, but we brought in uh, Ngakwe. Just, then you give them away. And then you give it just it was nothing was working for him. Just doesn't make any um, sense. Old line had like two good games. The rest were just crap. Yeah, the, I, mean, the, the, the run, I will say the run blocking was pretty good, but man, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they have they just have so many problems. They the only thing for the Vikings is they have to draft like draft their problems away. Yeah, is the thing that's the only way. All right, number four, the Houston Texans finishing four and twelve. Uh, you just. Uh, when you thought of when you think of the Houston Texans and the season they had the year before going to the playoffs and then finishing four and twelve and just having a sorry season, you just didn't expect it. JJ Watt talked about uh, talked about it. We played that audio on one of the last couple shows that we aired. Just not a good season. I mean, I don't think the uh, I don't think the uh, the uh, trading of uh, DeAndre Hopkins made any sense. No, not it at still all. doesn't. JJ Watt has left, and uh, look at this team though. Yeah. So Duke Johnson's gone. I think yep. Will Fuller's gone. Deshaun yep. Watson is probably out the building via trade. That's yep. going to be such a sad team to watch. Yep. They. What do they have left? What's there's left? I mean, I, yeah. Honestly, you just got to admit, like you're you're just trying to rebuild the franchise. And here's the thing, like you cannot uh, rebuild the franchise. A, like your number one, you, if you want to rebuild a franchise and Deshaun Watson's on the team, you can go get uh, some uh, number one draft picks. 
Yeah. So, our our first round draft pick. So, I, it's I don't just know. and it's just disappointing. Yeah, uh, they have a top three quarterback. How do you not win more than four games? So, exactly. definitely did not meet expectations. No. Number three. This is this is where the list gets a little weird. Number three for me is Seattle, finishing twelve and four. That's a good season. However, if you watch that team in the first eight games, you would go, wow, it's best team in the NFL. Offense is amazing. They are unstoppable. The quarterback is the best in the league. If you watch them in the last eight games, though, the offense was more dormant, just a confusing team, uh, you know, struggled within their own division in the second half of the season. Just, just a team that peaked way too early and yeah. – just they were on their way. Like you, if they kept playing the way they did, they would they would have been sitting in the NFC Championship game for sure. But just I don't know. Just they, no, they flew they flew a little too close to the sun. They're yeah. talking about like the rate that Wilson was scoring. You know, he's going to break all these records. He's going to finally win an MVP. And yep. I don't know what happened. They struggled to score. Yep. Defense got a little bit better, and then it's just like the dof- offense decided not to pull the weight at that point. So Yeah, and like reflecting on the season, that that is, I think, for the reasons we just talked about is why Russell Wilson probably wants out of Seattle because you just – you play so well and you don't get to where you should be going. Um, yeah. It's about t- – it's, it's, time, it's time you leave. Uh, number two on my list, this – this one is Tennessee finishing 11 and five. Why did they not meet expectations? Cause you, cause you look at where they were last season and it, there was really no reason why they should have lost the Ravens in that uh, playoff game and why they shouldn't have made the, the, uh, the, the conference championship game again. You just don't. I mean, I don't you look at them, did they improve? Exactly. Like, were they ever a, a real threat in playoffs for that Super Bowl spot? Uh, exactly. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a very good point. There is a low ceiling when Ryan Tannehill is your quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, for those reasons, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you, offensively, they were just really good all season. And then just, I don't know. They're just not a playoff team, I guess, right now. So and I will say, I don't think their defense was really that good. No. I think their defense got lucky with a couple key turnovers and very good situations, which saved them a couple wins. Otherwise, I think they would have been more like a nine and seventeen. Yeah, they did. They did. They did win some games just from field goals. That was yeah. That was impressive. Number one for did not meet expectations for me are the Pittsburgh Steelers finishing twelve and four. When you were they were like eleven and zero. They're covering the spread on like every game, and the last. They lost like four of the last five or six. I mean, it was not good. Uh, uh, the, yeah, the regular season. And then you have just a stellar defense. Your offense is, you know, your offense is kind of finding ways to win games. You know, get Chase Claypool. Big Ben, is, Big ben is, just took a pay cut, by the way, and he's come back. So, yeah, they needed that. They needed that. And, um, yeah, there was, they should not have lost the Browns uh, that bad. That was that was a weird game, awful game. Um, yeah, for kind of similar reasons for Seattle, I think uh, Pittsburgh just peaked 
and they just after that first loss they just really couldn't find themselves again uh what's his face was it juju was hanging out on the logos and ta- uh, dancing on the logos uh, yeah. maybe that was it i don't know who knows claypool came out of nowhere scored all these touchdowns and just was like nowhere to be really found yeah season he'd get a touchdown here and there but yeah yeah that offense just fell flat defense was pretty solid all year yes. yeah offensively they uh, I, I don't. I don't like that as your number one. I have a different number one that's not on your list, and that Ooh. is San Francisco Forty ers Oh, was that six, Huss? Finished six and ten, made nice. it to the Super Bowl last year, steamrolling in playoffs over the. Vi- Did they play the Vikings last year? No, oh, last year. Yeah, in playoffs though, because I know they crushed the Packers. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, last but year. anyways, I mean, you see this team, you're like, all right, everyone's coming back. You got the quarterback. You got Kittle. You got the running backs uh, healthy again. Wide receivers. Yep. They drafted Ayuk. Defense is solid. But then, dude, they like before the season, you're like, all right, this is gonna be another good team. I mean, watch out. And yeah. then just injury after injury after injury. And that, that's why I'd say they did not meet expectations. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, who they draft for quarterback for sure. Because that you that think is Niners. Niners. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, I think. Yeah, they're definitely going to be in the QB market. Do you think Zach Wilson would drop to them? I don't Mac know. Jones? Mac Jones might not be a bad guy. Yeah, or Trey, they're going to get either Mac, Zach, I, or Trey Lance. I don't, I, don't like some... Trey, I don't like Trey Lance in that system as much. No, no, like... no. He's – no, yeah, that is – it doesn't work. No. All right. Well, that is our conversation for this episode. Uh, I'm, I don't know about you. Did I, as we were talking about that dance team, I was just sweating. I was in a hot sweat. Just, just, just seeping through my sweatshirt. I could tell if you're dripping. Dude, I'm just like pulling my sweatshirt trying to get some air. Yeah, I could see a little sip behind it. It is Thirsty Thursday when we're recording this. So, oh, it is. Oh, Oh, gosh. Man. well, um, I, I have some leftover KFC I'm going to go eat. So Yeah, before you do I'm that. Oh. Before, yeah, oh, well, before you do that, if you haven't yet, go follow us, go follow us at uh, Doing Huss on Twitter and Instagram. We'll, uh, we'll bring you an episode uh, probably once a week or once every other week. I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm putting together my list of formulating uh, why all the team names are offensive because they all are. And I'll bring that. <laughs> in a separate episode yes uh but for dewey and huss talking sports and stuff i'm dewey and i'm huss. And you are huss <laughs>